Hey, I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and lifestyle fulfillment coach, which means I've dedicated my entire life to helping anyone who feels like they're not making the most of their potential to level up and live the extraordinary life of their dreams. You deserve to be the king or queen of your own kingdom, and I'll be alongside to help you be the best version that you can be. I'm psyched that you're here, so let's get to it. What's up, my friend? What's going on? Johnny. My name is Johnny King, and you're listening to The Johnny King Show. I am going to be rebranding my podcast here shortly. In about uh, less than two weeks' time, get ready. It's going to come out. I think I'm aiming for, shoot, what's the date? It's going to be June 9th is when I'm rebranding. It's going to be perfectly uh, placed for my 200th episode. So if you were to log in, log in, we don't log into our phones, but if you were to check in to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast, um, you might notice a little change, a little change of artwork, a little change of intro, outro, a little change of name. So it's the Johnny King Show just for another week or two. Okay, cool. Now that we've got that out of the way, I I had a really good example of of mindfulness, of, of practicing mindfulness today. Okay, so... Uh, I have a buddy of mine that we honestly probably haven't connected in like <laughs> 20 years. Um, with, I mean, besides the the random, you know, uh, comment on a on a Facebook post or you know, a little hey here or there, but like in depth, not a whole lot. And he reached out to me because he'd seen some of my more vulnerable posts on social media about how last year, uh, really leading up into the beginning of 2021, was a total struggle for me, especially the second half of last year. And he said, Hey man, um, wondered if you'd ever be open to any support. And yeah, I was like, sure. What what do you got? <laughs> He's like, have you ever, have you ever done uh, meditation? I'm like, yeah, actually funny. You should say that. I've just been starting to get into it. He's like, well, let's, let's catch up on zoom. So we caught up on zoom and, and he's been learning, uh, just the the practice of, you know, I'm going to butcher this. And if he listens to this, he's going to be like, what? What are you talking about? Uh, so all I'm doing is is uh, reiterating what I've learned so far over a couple of Zooms. But we're focusing on mindfulness, okay? And he's learning this mindfulness technique through, uh, I guess, the unified mindfulness uh practice or coalition it's not a coalition I don't know I just made that up it sounded good though it sounded super uh professional very (laughs) the the coalition of mindfulness united united and unified mindfulness uh anyways he talks about the the definition of mindfulness essentially being the three core attention skills working together which are concentration clarity in equanimity okay i didn't actually know what equanimity meant so he said <laughs> one of the ways to, to define these skills is essentially placing your focus 
on uh, the sensory categories of see, hear, and feel. Okay, so here's a good example. Today, I've just been stressed. I'm getting out of town tomorrow, going on a little vacation with the girlfriend and her son. Uh, my, I'm, I'm Airbnb my house. I'm uh, launching a program tomorrow. I've got all this stuff, okay? Uh, and I'm stressed. I got all this stuff going on. And when I get stressed, all I kind of want to do is pull back. I want to pull away. Uh, it's my avoidant, you know, I want to cut things, <laughs> cut things off. I want to just, yeah. So, so essentially my thought was, okay, I got so much to do. I've got to write these emails. I got to do this marketing stuff. I've got to meet with my team. I got to, so, so my thought goes to, you know what, this call that I have with my buddy, who's going to teach me more about mindfulness. I don't have time for this. This is where my mind goes, right? Or I've got things that I could, I could, you know, better use of my time if I were to cancel or reschedule. And in fact, I've got dinner with two of my, my good buddies here in town. <clears throat> I don't have time to do that either. I've got to clean the house, get ready for Airbnb. I got to do this. I got to do that. I don't have time for these things. Ah, <sighs> deep breath, right? And but I had already rescheduled this buddy who's gonna, who's who's just uh, lovingly taking his own time to to share these things with me. He's not charging me for this coaching, and helping me meditate. Uh, but just in the little things that I've I've mentioned in in some of my podcast episodes of how powerful my meditation practice has been. And I'm just winging it. I'm like, you know what? This is really a place that I need to, to connect to more often. So I'll take all the help that I can get. Since, since I already rescheduled him one time, I was like, man, I can't just keep kicking. It's just not fair to him. He's scheduling this time. And then like an hour before I'm rescheduling, like unless it's an emergency, I got to stick, you know, I'm a man of my word. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. And uh, same with dinner tonight, and I'm just going to make this work, okay? All the stuff, it's all going to work. Instead of living like I can only do this or that, I'm going to say, no, I can do this and that, right? And so I've I kind of caught myself in that. But as I sit down and I turn on my Zoom today, he's like, hey, brother, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing okay. He's like, just okay? I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, tell me about it. It's like, man, I'm stressed about this. I'm stressed about this. I don't want to just like, all right, well, are you sure you want to take time for this? I'm like, yes, I, I need, you know, if anything, this is what I really need. Within five or 10 minutes of sitting down talking to him, kind of telling him what's going on, just actually vocalizing what I'm going through, I could feel a release of energy. Like I was more at peace. Okay. Um, and he's like, well, we can, you know, again, we can, we can work through this pretty quick and do half an hour versus an hour. I was like, no, let's just, let's just stick, stick to it. So he's teaching me these fundamental skills of see, hear, and feel because as he says, like, he's like, think of something, you know, that uh, really stressed you out, you know? It's like, oh, I had this conversation with my girlfriend this past weekend that stressed me out. He's like, okay, cool. Great example. What, what we do often is like we take all of the sensory categories, if you will, and we congeal them together, make them into one big sticky ball, you know, and that's what makes us feel ugh about it, right? And like, uh, that's true, because I was feeling this way, and then she was looking at me like this, and then she was saying these things, and then I was saying these things back to her, which weren't loving, and then, and then this, this, you know, and I'm taking 
hearing what she's saying and seeing the look on her face and feeling and, and I'm making into this huge freaking ball of pain or ugliness, right? Where I just want to be like, ah, I don't like that. It doesn't give me a good feeling. And what he suggested I do is just break them down. Just just kind of like uh, extract <laughs> extract one from all the others and just focus on that for a little while, if that makes sense. Okay, so he was saying like, for example, just just focusing on uh, the hearing within a conversation, you know, and and just focusing. Okay, what did you hear her say? Okay, and you heard her say, but what was what was ultimately what was she really saying, or what was she really communicating? If you were to read between the lines, you know, I'm like, okay, so. Because oftentimes when, when ultimately I was in this conversation with my girlfriend, like I said, and I was taking offense, I was gaslighting her. I was like, oh, you think you're hurting? Well, I'm hurting, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a really good one, right? That, but that's not typically me, typically me. Normally I'm, well, it doesn't matter, right? This one time, this one time. Uh, not the first time, probably not the last time, but this time I was not being very loving, empathetic, supportive at all, right? If anything, I just was hurt. And I was like, oh, you're hurting? It was making me feel ashamed because she was hurting because of me. I was feeling on the defensive because, you know, I was not feeling like I was, I, I was failing her essentially in different ways. And I felt like, you know what, like, I'm losing this. So at some point when you're, when, you know, we've all probably had these experiences, but at least for me, sometimes when I'm, when I'm going down, I'm like, shit, you know, I'm going to bring you down with me. You know, it's, it's horrible. Right. And yet we're all human beings. We all have similar feelings like this sometimes, and we have to work our way through these things. But as I go back and I think about the conversation and I think about just the hearing part, okay. What I heard her say and what I, what I, recognized is that she really needed this type of energy from me right and when I go and then you know kind of extract the the seeing well what I saw you know in the moment was that you know the look in her eyes was that she was really hurt and really angry at me um but what I can really go back and think about when I see in retrospect Man, she just was, she was, again, needing, what I saw in her eyes was really just that need for a hug, a need for love, right? Instead of, so, so of course, this is a lot easier to do in retrospect, but he was suggesting that I can even kind of break these things apart so that the, this, this ugliness of a, an argument that we were in can lose its energy after the fact, if it's still trailing energy, which it was for me, and just during this time of kind of like this coaching session, it allowed me to deal with um, not only any anxiety that I was necessarily feeling or just energy, kind of like crummy energy that I was feeling from that conversation, but then it allowed me to breathe and focus on how I was feeling in the moment. And my stress or anxiety level that I was feeling coming into this call this afternoon went from, let's say, an eight down to like a five or a four, which to me is substantial, right? I would say I probably operate 
on a level of like a two or three where there's kind of always underlying um, pressure or anxiety, stress that I put on myself, okay? I don't know if that's healthy or not. I don't know if zero stress or pressure is healthy or if a little bit of, I don't know yet. I'm still figuring those things out. But I know when I start hitting a seven, eight, nine, like <laughs> code red, like that's not a good thing because I start getting really, really short and snippety and like get out of my way. And I start to actually isolate myself because people start annoying me very easily, right? But I'm giving my, my power away, right? Rather than being mindful, being mindful of like, what am I feeling and where in my body am I feeling it? I'm not always really good with that, right? But a lot of times I'm feeling there's a disconnect between my head and my heart. When I drop, when I breathe and I drop into my heart, if you will, using that phrase, dropping into my heart, when I'm just coming from a heart space and feeling versus being in my head, being super analytical, everything's better, <laughs> right? And thus, then I'm able to see and to feel uh, I should say see and hear things differently than when I am in a uh, mode of like high stress and high, you know, almost like hyper awareness, you know. And so that is kind of what I, I heard him say, what he was suggesting to me that I'm passing along to you. A good way is to is to practice this, whether you meditate or you don't, it doesn't matter. You don't have to to do this while you meditate. But he was saying, like, just even finding little tiny opportunities throughout the day to, to casually practice this is better than nothing, okay? And so what he was saying is, like, he gave a couple of examples. My buddy did, and he said, if, if you have a conversation with someone, just try mentally using the label, like, quote-unquote, hear, okay? I'm hearing, or I hear this as you listen to them. And it may very well allow you to listen more closely um, so that you comprehend more of what they're saying versus a lot of times how when we listen, we're actually thinking about how we're going to respond or just waiting for them to stop so that we can respond, right? So instead, we're, we're using that, that kind of label here, quote unquote, to remind us to come back and just stay present, okay? So you're you're comprehending more and the other person oftentimes will feel that they've been heard, right? Or he said, try mentally using the, the label feel as you feel your muscles stretch and work while I'm working out in the, in the gym, you know? So we're, you're using these little opportunities to just take one of your, your senses and focusing on what you're experiencing in the moment, okay? Uh, like, like try using C, Okay, when you feel like you need a rest or a break and then just notice what's around you. Okay, so feel like, oh, you know what, I just need to take a five minute break, stop and just start looking around and, and just see. Okay, so for, for me right now, what I see in my, in my living room is a, a, a green plant all the way down at the other end of my house here and it's sitting right by the window and I see varying levels of light kind of permeating through the leaves, okay? And I also see that the stems are almost glowing as they're in the, the sunlight versus some of the other leaves and stems that are in the sh in like the just shadow that aren't in the sun. Completely different 
colors, right? And what I like about this is it's, it's, it's a, a small little practice of mindfulness because I'm looking at something that I would not have necessarily noticed, whether I'm seeing it, hearing it, feeling it, uh, because we're just going about our days so quickly, right? <laughs> One thing to the next to the next. And that, and I probably would have taken that, that anxiety and that <laughs> pressure and that energy into tomorrow because I've got a lot of stuff I've got to do tomorrow and then straight into <laughs> the action of going to the airport with my girlfriend and then straight into like the whole vacation versus just learning to be mindful and just to breathe. And so whether you have time to relax or not, I thought it was interesting. Um, well, let me finish that thought. It, it ultimately doesn't matter, right? Because even if you just have 30 seconds is what my buddy was telling me. Cause I was like, man, I, I don't know if I wouldn't have had this zoom call scheduled with you, man. I don't know if I would have taken the time honestly to stop and meditate for 10 or 20 minutes to, to kind of get back to being centered. And he's like, no, I don't want you to. I was like, wait, what? He's like, the point of mindfulness is to be able to do it at any point in the day, whether you're driving around, you know, in your car or <clears throat> walking around town or taking a moment even from, you know, <laughs> I'm working from home. It's like, it, it doesn't, if we overcomplicate it, then it'll never get done. And that's the point. So with mindfulness, you can do these things. And I think that's, that's the important part is just using the, the whole kind of attention skills of, like you said, concentration, clarity, and equanimity. And developing those through just the, I guess, the sensory focus on what do you see? What do you hear? And what do you feel? Okay. And so when I was sitting earlier on the, on the zoom with him, one of my legs was, uh, I was on the couch and one of my legs was on the, in the sun. And I just felt the warmth of the, the sun on my left leg. So I was talking about, Oh, I feel this, you know, and I, I'm hearing my air conditioning on, I can hear, uh, a dog barking, you know, just using those little tiny things to, to, you know, <clears throat> what's the word, uh, practice to, to strengthen your ability to be more mindful of the things that we oftentimes just uh, almost eliminate or delete out of our experience, you know, and that allows you to be a better um, listener, uh, just having greater concentration skills, and then also being able to be more connected with our bodies. And I think any of those things will dramatically help any anxiety that you might feel or stress, because uh, it certainly did for me. So just passing along to you what I'm learning. <laughs> I'm so grateful for uh, wonderful friends uh, that, and just the way that, uh, in my opinion, God provides when, when I need it most. So thanks to Chris, uh, my man. Thank you for supporting me with these ideas, and hopefully I didn't butcher them. And as I learn more and more from him about uh, unified mindfulness, I will pass it along to you the listener. So hope you enjoyed it. Hope you got something good out of it. As always, feel free to connect with me on the socials. And until then, have an amazing rest of your day. All right, take care. And I want to thank you so much for listening to The Johnny King Show. And hey, if you got something positive from this episode, please subscribe to the show, share it on your favorite social platform, and then tag me in it so I can say hi. 
It would also mean the world to me if you wrote a review of the show on Apple Podcasts because I read every single one. Do you feel like there's something I could be doing better? Awesome. I totally thrive on constructive feedback and it's always welcome. So if you've got questions or concerns, you can always reach me via email at podcast at johnnyking.com. And then please follow me on Instagram at johnnyking, facebook.com backslash johnnykingmenscoach on my YouTube channel and LinkedIn. Thanks again for joining me. I've been Johnny King. You've been amazing. And we'll catch up with you next time. Take care.